My people, what have I done to you? Or how have I grieved you? Answer me. Because I led you out of the land of Egypt, you have prepared a cross for your Savior. These solemn lines are in the Missal today to be sung during the procession to venerate the cross of our Lord. The voice of God reproaching us, questioning us. My people, what have I done to you? Or how have I grieved you? Answer me. These ancient chants are known as the reproaches in the, the Missal. It is the voice of God reaching out to us, questioning, but perhaps more causing us to question ourselves. Answer me, God demands. He gives example after example. I, I scourged Egypt for your sake with its firstborn sons, and you scourged me and handed me over. I led you out from Egypt as Pharaoh lay sunk in the Red Sea, and you handed me over to the chief priests. I opened the sea before you, and you opened my side with a lance. My people, what have I done to you? Or how have I grieved you? Answer me. I put in your hand a royal scepter, and you put on my head a crown of thorns. I exalted you with great power, and you hung me on the scaffold of the cross. My people, what have I done to you? Or how have I grieved you? Answer me. What answer indeed could we possibly give? On this day, we begin with the answer of lying face down in the ground. No words, no music, just the gesture, what can we do? And we lie, we kneel, we are ashamed. But the chant of the reproaches does give us an answer. The only answer we can truly give is to bow humbly before God in his divinity. And so the, the chant answers God simply going back to the ancient days of the church in, in Greek. It sings, Hagios Hotheos, holy is God. Hagios Iskiros, holy and mighty. Hagios Athanatos, Eleison Himas. Holy and immortal one, 
have mercy on us. Perhaps that is the only answer in the face of all we have done. You are holy, God, holy and mighty, holy and immortal one. Have mercy on us. If we are to ever understand how we could call this day good, it could only be in contrast to the reality of just how bad this day was. When we hear the passion read, especially today, it's easy to, in the language of St. John, find other groups that are responsible Well, the Jews met and did this. Pilate did this. When we see ourselves in these readings, how often do we want to place ourselves in the company of the good people, the faithful disciples? And yet there are so few of those even to be found. Mary... Mary Magdalene, John, perhaps. But by far, the majority of people in the story of this week we call holy are faithfully unfaithful, unable to be there for Jesus, unable to undergo the test, unable to be who Jesus wanted them to be. Peter we hear today, denies that he even knows Jesus. Judas famously betrays him with a kiss. All the apostles, including John, run away on the night when he's arrested. That's us. We are Judas who betrays him. We are Peter who denies him. We are the the chief priest. We are Caiaphas that says, Yes, let him die rather than all of us. How how poignant Caiaphas' words. Indeed, Jesus does die, one man, so that all of us may live. If we want to know who is responsible for the death of Jesus, Well, it's us. Jesus died on this day 2,000 years ago because our sins bore the weight of the entire world. Without Jesus' death on this day, all of us deserve death. And there is no hope for heaven. It's that bad. And we need to see in full light how our own sins, our failures personally, failures in our families, failures in society, failures in the church, in a day where everyone wants to say it's somebody else's fault and I am merely a victim, today we have to humbly say, no, it's my fault. Jesus died because of me. But as bad as that is, we can ultimately call this day good 
Because as we heard in our opening prayer, Jesus' passion and death ended the death sentence we had received through the sin of Adam and Eve. Eve reached out to the tree of the knowledge of good and evil to steal the forbidden fruit of that tree and so brought death to all the world. Today, we are able to receive in the most blessed sacrament, the Eucharist, the fruit of the tree of the cross on which Jesus died. He is, as another song sings during the veneration, he is the fruit that rather than bringing death as it did to Adam and Eve, brings life to the whole world. And so we can sing today in the, the hymn during the veneration of the cross, Crux Fidelis, Faithful Cross. Faithful cross, the saints rely on, noble tree beyond compare. Never was there such a scion, never leaf nor flower so rare. Sweet the timber, sweet the iron, Sweet the burden that they bear. Sweet indeed today has become the wood of the cross, the tree of eternal life. And we can even sing of the sweetness of the iron that caused such pain in our Savior, piercing his hands, his feet, his side, but ultimately won our freedom. Today, let us humbly acknowledge just how much we hurt Jesus, deny Jesus, betray Jesus, and let our response be one of humble submission. Holy are you, God, holy mighty, holy immortal one, have mercy on us. And then today, in the beauty of the liturgy, we too will get to come forward and touch the tree of life, the wood of the cross, on which hung the salvation of the world. And then beautifully, we will be offered the body of Christ to receive the fruit of that tree. The body of Christ. As you come forward today to receive our Lord in Holy Communion, the minister will say to you, holding up the Eucharist, the body of Christ. I invite you today to think about just what that body of Christ endured so that we could receive him today. That body over these days was kissed by a betrayer in mockery. That body was abandoned by his friends, arrested, dragged to prison. That body was constantly beaten, insulted, thrown into a pit. That body cried out in agony, sweat, blood, 
body was mocked and put on a false trial, beaten with clubs, rods, scourged beyond all recognition by Pilate's soldiers. That body was then crowned with thorns, dragged through the street, put on trial and mocked multiple times again. And that, that body bore the weight of a cross up the mountain of Calvary. That, that body, too weak to even carry the cross by himself, finally arrives on the top of Calvary. And that body, beyond all recognition, wounded, beaten, bloody, was finally nailed to the cross. And at three o'clock on this day, 2,000 years ago, that, that body died, was laid in a tomb. But because of what Jesus did in his body, we now can receive his body in the Eucharist as a foretaste of the resurrected life which we know his body now enjoys. Such simple words when you come forward today. The body of Christ. Think today what that body endured. My people, what have I done to you? Or how have I grieved you? Answer me. Faithful cross, the saints rely on. Noble tree beyond compare the body of Christ. These are the words of today's liturgy. I pray that they would inspire us to enter fully into the bad news of this day, how bad it was, because then we can truly share in Jesus's victory. Then we have good reason to call this day good.